are listening to the highlights from the Creative Processes interview with Robert Olin Butler. To listen to the full interview or to hear more about the Creative Process projects, please visit www.creativeprocess.info. I make a careful distinction between writing from your dreams and writing from the place where dreams come from. Yes. Um, The former I've never found useful. Indeed, the process of dreaming, I suspect, and the process of creating are not dissimilar. That in both cases, the dreamer and the artist both are trying to articulate, first and foremost for themselves, their perceived, intuited sense of the order and meaning, therefore, behind the apparent chaos of moment-to-moment life on planet Earth. And for the artist and the dreamer, the only way we know to do that, the primary mode of not just expression but of understanding, is to re-engage the chaotic world whose chaos resides in the fact that we are creatures of the body, of the senses, and of the moment. Yes. And the only way the, the dream or the work of art ultimately finds that a way of articulating, embodying that order is to go back to the way in which we perceive the chaos to begin with, which is through our bodies. The moment-to-moment sensual and therefore emotional experience of life on planet Earth. And there are many people who think that life makes sense and has order. Scientists and philosophers and theologians and therapists, I mean, they all have that intuition, that belief. But all those other folks are perfectly happy with and indeed embrace the understanding of that order and the expression of it in abstraction. Religious dogma and scientific law and psychoanalytic insight and and so forth. The artist is deeply uncomfortable with that. The only way the artist can understand or express her vision is to create it into these objects that are experienced the way life is in the moment through the senses. Fiction ultimately, it seems to me, is, is the art form of human yearning. That Every art form has certain things. That that's why it, it, it exists. And for fiction, there are a few things. It's about human beings and it's about their feelings. But it's also about the fact that it is a temporal art form. It exists in time. And also, it's, a, it's an art form of language. We are creatures of desire, large desires and small desires. And so fiction because of its temporality because even what we think of as plot is 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 really that is that desire in action challenged and thwarted i think there's a kind of to borrow a phrase from einstein a kind of unified field theory of yearning in in fiction what are they they are simply answers to that great question because every soul on this planet every morning wakes up and you look in a mirror and it could be a real mirror or a virtual mirror or a metaphorical mirror or you're not even aware of it but you are and you and you can do it consciously or it's always happening unconsciously but we look at each other every day ourselves and we say who the hell are you that people misunderstand each other profoundly and they it seems to to turn on a small moment an almost trivial thing and 
And so the fragility of language and, and the ways in which we are all uh, prone to um, misunderstand each other and often sometimes ne- it's never corrected. I think it's, I think it's an extraordinarily important calling for mm-hmm. people who have a gift mm-hmm. to help others reach inside themselves and sort out the chaos. It can be a sacrifice, like teaching. Yes, sure. And I think they're greatly gifted therapists in the world. Um, And I think they probably have the same challenge that artists do, that those whose approach to the mind and sensibility and soul in front of them, who has come to them for help, if their approach is from um, the mind, from uh, the theories and the the abstracted knowledge Mm -hmm. of therapy Mm -hmm. that they sort out and willfully apply. Religious painting is all of the senses. Mm -hmm. It can only be metaphorical Mm -hmm. if you're trying to understand the universe from it. When language gets involved, language is is, a two-edged sword. It Mm -hmm. It can be... It can be of the body, but it's often of the abstracting, generalizing, dogmatizing realm. Um, everyone is in pursuit of, an, of a self. And um, it's, it's a broad question and, and requires a kind of generalizing and abstracting of, of the you know, comparable meanings. Mm-hmm. These are works that embody the endless quest for an identity, for a self. They are all deeply involved in all the time the the very large cast of characters that seems to reside in me um, is um, a bit of a, a wonder and mystery to me as well but there they are and they present themselves to me and listen to them and put down what they say everything written has an implicit narrative persona that you can discern a personality from the way words are used and rhythms and, and close textual analysis of, of the way self reveals itself in mm-hmm. in, in voice mm-hmm. and even um, third person narrators in, in fiction that have never given a character uh, identity mm-hmm. every third person narrator is still someone speaking and all writing your cereal box, you know, um, you know, you, you open a Weetabix, and, you know, or whatever cereal here, is, and you read the, the, uh, you know, the kind of chirpy, desperately um, effusive um, voice on the side of the box, and mm-hmm. if you're attuned to narrative persona, you hear a personality on that box. When talented readers, they do not read with their minds. They do not read thinking about what they're reading. They do not read looking for and opening up to and analyzing symbols and themes and all of that. Readers, they allow the narrative persona who is inhabiting the characters in the story to inhabit themselves to them. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you do not, you know, in your primary and only necessary encounter with a text, a reader does not is not meant to understand a work of literary fiction in, in, in an abstract, analytical, theoretical, philosophical way. It, mm-hmm. You're meant to thrum to a work of art, like a string sure. vibrating on a stringed instrument, you know. Mm-hmm. And you and, and you and you inhabit the persona that is speaking to you. Then they go into the compost 
heap that I have of, of the, the Graham Greene cited. And then they, then they reemerge as new creatures. And they reemerge full of yearning. And ultimately, I realized they are full of yearning for their own sense of who they are, the great who the hell am I. Mm -hmm. And that's what you inhabit, and and that's what you write through. And the creation of narration is is to understand and and track the the challenges and thwartings of that yearning of the character. Mm -hmm. There is a concept that emerges from what I believe about Mm -hmm. fiction. And um, that that given that it is the art form of human yearning, mm-hmm. that yearning in the specificity of a character of the main character. Mm-hmm. Let me back up and say what's missing first. Almost all the students who come to me, one of the problems that mm-hmm. they're having is that they are out of touch with that, that principle. It's not so clear. It's not mm-hmm. clear at all. What is what is there's no built in objective in literary fiction, except I think it is in fact I yearn for an identity. That's what I'm really after, or a place in the universe, a self. What I have to unteach is is their instinct, you know, their 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 learned reflex to to consult their mind, to write from their heads, mm-hmm. to write from ideas, to to um, and to whatever extent that first draft comes out spontaneously, wherever, mm-hmm. you know. When they're when they're rewriting or editing, which has to happen, then their 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 rational analytical minds come into play, and that's the willful application of craft and technique that that drives them forward to fix things. Mm-hmm. Necessary for a reader to mm-hmm. thrum, mm-hmm. so it is for writers. You you return to your work using your good novelist bad memory, mm-hmm. and you. You encounter the work in a way partly as if you hadn't written it. You thrum to it, and you go thrum, thrum, twang, mm-hmm. and you hit the part that needs work. Mm-hmm. And and now, normally, you begin to think under the paradigm of the, of, of the pedagogy mm-hmm. of creative writing. Mm-hmm. I would contend that what you must do then is 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 just return to the passage which which twanged. And redream it. You return to the dream mm-hmm. that your zone. You're in the the place where you you go in yourself that comprehends your compost heap, mm-hmm. and you redream it. Want to get involved with exhibitions or interviews? Send us an email at team at creativeprocess.info. Thanks for listening.